Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Are you serious, dude? Like, like shit in your pants. Don't shit on my. Don't don't roll down your drawers and shit in my bus. Like, what the fuck is your deal? What's up, folks? It's a choke job edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. As I am here, you can follow me on the Twitterverse at Jazz High Notes number two, or I'm at Who Transformers H U U T R N Superman. And you know, without further ado, let's bring on the Squatches of Dragon. Dragon Squatch himself, uh, Logan. What's up, man? Just uh, hanging in here on a Wednesday night. Wednesday night, where uh, you know, no jazz, jazz play on Tuesday. One, what, night, night one of my NBA protests. Yes, uh, boycotting the NBA uh, yeah. for for the mistreatment or non treatment uh, of Draymond Green, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, but the Jazz play on Tuesday, Friday, Sunday this week. Very kind of a weird schedule. One of the first like of like five. I can't remember how many Sunday, but the Jazz have a lot of Sunday home games this uh, this year or so. Um, gonna be gonna be weird, interesting to see how that works out for uh, for the fan base. Um, so the first, uh, I think, one of the games is an in season tournament game, and you know, you know, we'll save that for a little bit later. Um, but I, I you know, let, let's uh, let's pay the bills before we. Um, they, have uh, in, they have an in season tournament game on Sunday. I thought those in season games was Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't finish my thought. I, one of them is in season tournament game. One of them is a regular season game, and. Uh. Uh, you know, it's the same point. It's all, you know, it's all a little confusing, which is, you know, you know, for the for the play in season tournament uh, cup, um, uh, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, so before we pay, before we go on, we'll pay the bills. Like, uh, let's tell everybody we're part of the, the you know hitting the high notes part of the B Leave Network, um, and you know we have a sponsor Bet Online. That AG the 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 last of the major sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting. Action and contests, NFL, college football, UFC, NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Uh, all the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both the desktop and the mobile access at any time, head to Bet Online today. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I get better or worse at that read every time I do it, but. Uh, it's done. It's done, and that's our uh, twenty. That's our quarter that we get for for the for the episodes. So that's nice. Um, those those quarters add up. Those quarters um, do add up. Um, uh, quarter for Christmas. Um, uh, Logan, Logan, like uh, when you listen to the the pod, you you just skip the ads. Is that what you do? Um, it depends. Yeah, just depends just if I can reach my phone. Or just, not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's oh. tricky because you don't want to miss something good, so you don't want to like right, right, go well, too over, far, yeah, so you, you know. know yeah, you know, always uh, something. And uh, you know, you, we have some good like prize picks is on there. Like AutoZone was on there one time. I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I do listen to a podcast, and he always gives a plea. He says, "Um, hey, don't skip the ads." Um, I don't know. I don't know if he can track it or not. He's like, "Don't skip the ads." Um, you know, it just it helps you. It's one of those like, look, I make my money from podcasting. Please don't skip the ads. And honestly, that plea works. I'm like, every time an ad comes, I'm like, you know what? Let me just shut my brain off for forty seconds and come back to it. Like I don't have to. I don't. I don't skip it. But um, uh, but then the, but then every once in a while he does uh, he does have an ad. I'm like, yo, you know, what? I want to get one of those. So hopefully we have ads and people are like, yeah, I want to get in on that. I, I told my buddy, um, because he likes this sports gamble. Uh, he also likes to do something called Prize Picks. And like I said, Prize Picks is one of the one of the ads that we have before the show, and it's basically like stock market for athletes. Um, say like I mean, say say like you want to like buy Ke- Keontae George shares of Keontae George for a buck fifty, um, and then he has a good game. Then all of a sudden, his stock goes up. So you make money off it. It's very w- weird to have a stock market on like players. And then I thought about I'm like, well, the stock market is kind of not real anyway. So like the real stock market. So who knows? Um, I don't do a lot of stock trading. Um, I don't know if you're a, a Wolf of Wall Street guy or not, uh, Logan. No, I don't know. I don't know gambling or or or. Uh... Wall Street, so very confused. But I'm sure some someone who that made sense to. It just it just wasn't me. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we we have a little outline here. Um, put in the group chat. Uh, first topic we were going to talk about uh, Larry Markinen because uh, that was one of the uh, big topics that was on Jazz Twitter until you know like you know 8 p.m. yesterday. Uh, and uh, it's, it's funny because like we we talk about Larry. We talked about this topic before. Uh, in various incarnations, and uh, uh, I, 
I know that and Logan, you know, puts in the group chat like, okay, so basically we're gonna talk about it. Uh, you know, Jared's gonna recommend uh, some trade uh, offers. Uh, you know, who will say why they won't work, and uh, you know, I was like, well, that is our formula. That's how we do things here. So yeah, sure. Um, what would you do? This is what I do. Well, that's really hard to do. <laughs> but um, you uh, never say it's impossible. It's just that's those are really hard to yeah, do. I mean, like, and, and I, that's not where I'm quite gonna go with this today. Um, I think, I mean, there, there's a, a lot of, see, I told him to, see, hold on a second. Uh, how do I do this? Uh, hold and accept. Now we got to merge calls. All right, now, now I got to put down where he called so I can edit this in. All right. Sorry. Okay. These uh, motherfuckers always look like Scott Van Pelt. It's amazing. Who? The... The bald guys, apparently. Yeah. All the bald guys look the fucking same. Hashtag Bryant. Everyone is Bryant. Okay. Uh, we're just we're just about to start our Lowry talk, talk here, so. Okay. Mm. So three, two. Yeah. So, so Logan. So instead of being, I'm I'm trying to break the formula. You know, like the formula is not 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 great, especially for a little small podcast like us. People don't want to hear a formula formulate thing. Um, but there's, there has been a lot of talk, a lot of discourse on, on the Twitter there about, uh, Laurie Markkinen, trade value. Uh, and you already said, and you said in the group chat and you've said on this podcast, you will not entertain the idea of trading Laurie Markkinen. And, uh, I would like to hear from you. Like why, what, why do you, why is that your position? Um, cause I like the way his name is pronounced. Um, <laughs> what, what there has been a lot of, I guess I've, I've, I haven't been on the Twitter enough. I've been playing too much two dots. And so I haven't seen there, there, there's been recent chatter on Lori's that because the jazz had a God awful road trip. And so <laughs> the, you've got to trade him cause he's going to walk if we don't win situation. There, there, yep, there's a lot of that uh, talk and a lot of just like, Hey, you know, that is, a, you know, it's, it's sort of the same thing we always see like timeline stuff or, you know, get the best package. Uh, the Thunder fans uh, also pitched a lot of ideas and then a lot of jazz fans picked that up and like, Ooh, actually that's a really good package. I wouldn't mind that for, for Lowry. So, um, yeah, so that's yeah, I, mean, I guess I'd have, to, I guess I'd have to hear what the package is. I mean, I don't really want to entertain that game unless you're going to offer up like a legitimate superstar that I don't really understand what the point would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't, I don't get it, but yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any Lori packages out there, I guess. So yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, like one of the, the Thunder packages I saw was, um, uh, Josh Giddy, who, uh, he doesn't fall in that, that superstar criteria. Um, he's sort of like, he, well, no, he's young. He, he's a young player. Uh, I'll look at his age real quick for you. Uh, a young player, uh, and then like a bunch of um, like more picks, more more young assets, picks and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, I, I think those are mostly the, the packages you're going to get. Is that you're not going to get another superstar in return, but you're gonna you're, you're almost going to do what you do with Donovan trade. You're going to trade him um, and get back some young players that you hope become an all star, uh, like Larry did. So, <clears throat> so. Uh, yeah, I mean, my philosophy hasn't changed a whole lot from that since we were in high school. I mean, you you try to acquire these guys. That's right. the reason you make trades, make drafts, and to acquire guys of that caliber. So I don't I don't understand. Well, I mean, he's he's about he's the only real known entity they currently have, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. he's again his contract's fine. His contract's good. He's under control for a while. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's on. A lot of things have changed in time. It just doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. We're, I think his extension's coming up in a year or so. So, um, but. Um, uh, that's you know that's not that's not quite the point that we were trying to make here. Uh, so yeah, so I mean uh, you know th- those are those are very valid reasons. Like I mean like, like hey look, you you have nobody else. Uh, I mean it's, it's Lowry is the Utah Jazz. Uh, let's bring in um uh, he he's made it uh, to the podcast. Let's go the distance forty nine. He had to go a long distance to get here, but he he is here. What's up, Jared? Hey man. Hey. Hey and then and so you know we're, we're talking about the Lowry marketing thing and. Uh, we already made the joke. You know, we already made the joke that we made from the, the you know text message chain. But uh, Jared, um, like, so what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, you, you heard Logan, like, you know, like, what's the point of training Lowry? Or what are what side do you fall on? Um, like, um, are you are you open minded to training Lowry? I know open minded is the wrong word. Like, are you more for training Lowry Markinen or you know keeping him and seeing what you can build around Lowry? I'm more of a I'm kind of open-ended on this because I feel like, and 
until you find a workable three, because I don't feel like Laurie, I feel like his best position is power forward. I, I don't even feel like he plays small ball center and all that well. Um, so he's kind of like a, a true modern four, I guess. Um, I feel like it's kind of tough to be married to a player who you don't feel like can be your number one option on a championship team. Uh, I, I love Keontae. I love what he's doing. Um, and I want another young guy to grow alongside him, which has, have we already seen the best version of Laurie? I don't know. Uh, Laurie? Oh, anyway, uh, it's going to bug me now. But I can't remember which one is correct. Um, well, say that again. I, I, you're kind of coming in and out, so. Oh, in and out, huh? Um, all right. Guess but, just like that. But yeah. I mean, like I heard everything you said to for like the last thing you said before. Uh, so what was that? What was that again? About the not being married to the idea of keeping him. Yeah, a little, a little bit after that. Yeah. Um. Well, it's just uh, he, he feels like a true NBA four at this point, true modern NBA four, mm-hmm. and until you have a true modern three or modern two, you know, that are established on the roster. I feel like you got to go young and try to get those other guys that can. I just don't want to have the two timelines problem again. I don't want to have have a problem where we have one guy who's good, he became good like in year six or seven, and then another guy who's in year one, and then oh no, this guy is too old. No, oh we got to build around this guy now. Okay, uh, so you know, just like, like fumbling a... around in the dark. So, so Jared's number one. You're against. So, that, so we're saying that that was the issue with Rudy and Donovan, not the supporting cast. Part of it. I don't I, know part. That. I, I feel like there's both they issues. Both and so, so I mean, that, that, good, that, but they're both also trash. That was I mean, a, Donovan just walked out of the game tonight. So that that was a concern, right? Like I'm a, you know, we, we felt like maybe the 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 Rudy timeline, and like this is maybe a narrative that is just from our podcast. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I heard that narrative a lot. No, it's, it's a, a Lori timeline is a super common. Or I mean, timeline is a super common. It's on there often. People okay. often like okay, so, chat so, about it, but I'm. A, I'm a no, firm believer that it doesn't exist I, in the NBA. I read it on the I read it on the athletic too. Like I I read two timeline okay, okay, theory, so, blah blah blah. Right, it, so, so that was something. It's that, like so, a lesser version of the Warriors two timelines because they have the young guys, the old guys. Oh, now we got to get rid of Court Jordan Poole because, anyways. Okay, blah, so blah, so blah. Let, so let's let's break down to the part where, uh, um, because like so, and this is sort of you know, you're, you're right. Like when uh, Ru- Ru- Rudy and Donovan first like Donovan was 21. Uh, uh, Rudy was twenty seven. Larry is twenty six right now, uh, and and Keontae I'm assuming is twenty ish something like you know maybe not quite. He's like oh, 19, twenty. He, 19. He, he just turned twenty. He just turned twenty. Oh, he just so, turned twenty. Yeah. Okay. And like um, like uh, and for from earlier, Josh Giddey turned twenty one. So, um, yeah. So I think I think there is um so the people who and you know and Logan that you, you don't you, you don't subscribe to the you know the timelines not matching up. Um, you don't believe they exist, and that, that's also fair. Well, because it didn't. I mean, it's, that's not why Rudy and Donovan were shipped off. It was because they just, I mean, it, it wasn't. Because that neither of them were a true number one. Yeah, that, exactly. That's way more valid than their timelines didn't match up, right? The, mm-hmm. Either you can blame the, the, the pieces we put around them, or I think time's going to prove out that neither one of them were good enough to be number ones. It hadn't, it, it's not as though. Lori's not good enough to be a number one either, so do you just keep looking for the number one guy? It's my... Like, I mean, I don't know. You can do whatever you want to do. I mean, he asked my opinion. I gave mine. You've got yours. And, yeah. and so, and so, are, like, um, uh, probably uh, end up staying on the jet. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yes. I mean, that, I mean, Jake asked me that last week, and um, you know, my more, you know, thought out answer is that, like, you know, there, there's a lot of guys who sign with number one bad teams. Like, for Lowry to go to a, you know, if he wants to, maybe he does. Maybe he wants to superstar chase. Maybe he wants to ring chase. And maybe he'll take a smaller contract to go to the Celtics, the Bucks, uh, you know, the Lakers. I don't know, like wh- whoever is going to be the next front runner in the NBA, he might do that. But I think a lot of the guys in the NBA want to get theirs as well as be competitive, and I think the Jazz have a, a, a good recipe for that. So, you know, yeah, I think Laurie Markin is like 15 years away from ring chasing and taking less money. Right? To go to the yeah. Center. I mean, like, like I said, he's I mean, no one. No one really does that except for Gary Payton in year 21. Right. I mean, I don't think that. Everybody yeah, James Harden, Carl Malone, and like the very yeah, James yeah, Harden it, it, a little bit, I guess, but yeah. they got really pissed off about it a year later. So yeah, and and, and James <laughs> and James Harden like, but that, that's that's James Harden's like 
mo sort of like that you know yeah. uh, and and, Laura, and and here's the thing james harden has earned enough money and has earned you know the respect and he, he can do that larry is again you know he's going to be 27 soon he's still looking for his first big contract right still looking for the contract so have those mi- middling dollar value contracts so i really don't think you're going to have a right. problem convincing him to stay I, yeah. I i i don't buy this Everybody needs a glamour market, or everybody needs it. I mean, it's just it, there's just so many different so let's just say, narratives like, that I mean, are flying let, around. Let's just say on this podcast, the three of us uh, are going to agree that Lowry um, staying is not going to be a problem, for, at least for the next contract, at least, at least for his extension coming up. It's not going to be a problem yeah. to re-sign him because the Jazz are. In I, the think, I, I think if you look around the league and you see the trades offered up, and I think people view him as like a. I don't know. They view him as an addition. I don't know. It's interesting. We we obviously value him extremely high because we're jazz fans, but I don't think right. the overall value of Lori is what I think it is. Right? I'm not saying it's not uh, high. Oh yeah, especially fans don't like the opposing team's fans think he's worth nothing. They're like, oh, let's give him for free. He's a throw-in as a trade. You know? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't quite sure because like the stuff I've seen, you know, it's but it's it's um. Uh... I don't see guys offering multiple first-round picks. I see them offering their. Uh, we're like, we're losing we're losing Jared again, um, but like I was telling Logan earlier, and I don't know if um, Jared was here for that part of the conversation was, you know, like like OKC offered a, a young guy Josh Giddy who's twenty one, you know, and, and multiple and multiple first round picks two two to three first round picks, and pick swaps and all that and all that jazz right, um, no pun intended, but um, you know so so that, that's the trade that could you know you're not going to get uh, you know SGA back in that trade, but Josh Giddy could be something. Um, and I, I don't want to. I, I really don't want to spend a lot of time. Yeah, on I, mean, that. I, I, I guess my only pushback to all this is we don't really have any idea because someone on Twitter says it doesn't mean we really know what that. No, exactly. Means, like I, I don't right? want to get like, caught up just... on. I don't want to get caught up on like the details of like, all right, well this, this, and this because like it's a fake trade offer that may not even be close yeah. to what's in reality. Well, what I do want to focus on is, like Jared said, like I'm a, he, he he would do it because. He's not quite sure the timelines mesh really well. You know, I think that's valid. You don't want to do it because, um, you know, Logan, you don't want to do it because, uh, you know, like, you know, we, we can't just, the Jazz or, or NBA teams just can't constantly keep selling off pieces getting draft picks. Um, yeah, I don't want to be the new Thunder. I, I feel like Laurie's our version of SGA, even if I don't think he's necessarily as good as SGA. So I don't think there's value in trading him away, really, because the Jazz are not going to get a great haul, in my opinion, for a one-time All-Star. Okay, uh, let me... What Lori's, Lori's, Lori's a four, and John Collins is our new five anyways. That is true. All right, Jerry, let me... I just want to throw that out there, that yeah. I do understand positions in basketball. I don't understand a lot, but <laughs> I understand John Collins right. is going to be challenging Rudy for Defensive Player of the Year is all I know. <laughs> Logan knows what a center is now. Um, Jared, I'm a... Yeah, so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm I'm taught him well. <laughs> Jared, what do you consider a great haul? Like three, three first-round picks and a young player? I would want... Three first round picks, and yeah, some some guy that's like nineteen, and you can just kind of hope okay. he's good. So, hope so he's something. But what if you get that? Weird part about Lori too is the salary so low is you you don't yeah. really get like multiple shots at it. Like with Donovan, you got like three, Donovan already got multiple shots at the guy. That's why they would have salaries. to trade him this year. That's why they yeah. because next mm-hmm. year they can't aggregate salary. So so again, forget all that. Jared, somebody offers you again a Josh Giddy, twenty one year old player. It doesn't have to be Josh Giddy. Just somebody that same age. Okay, a box, three. a boat, got it. Who? Okay, and a then, box boat player, and then three, and then three first round picks. Okay, that's that's that was your definition of a great offer. Do you dig? Do you feel good about making that trade? Yeah, I mean, so not great unless they're You're, all dog shit first. If they're like all guaranteed to be the back end of the first round, then I don't think I love that. If they're we have only no idea. Like, top five protected, I mean, unprotected, I unprotected, unprotected picks. Unprotected, I would take it. Yeah. Yes, unprotected picks, it. but I'm a, like, they can come from anybody. The Sixers, the whoever, because because that's the thing that Lowry Lowry is not being traded to a team that's you know looking for their main piece. The teams that Lowry is going to be or teams that yeah, are interested in Lowry are going to be the one the, that wants him. Yeah, are going to be the teams yeah. that are like, okay, we need. We have our number one. We we have our Luka. piece away. We have right. Luka Doncic. We we need a third. We we need, we need our third piece. You know, we we have our right. top two pieces. So, um, yeah, Max Max Embiid so, adding 
already yeah. marking. So, like, so there, there's a chance of those draft picks today and in, in 2023 look pretty bad, but in, in 2029, who knows? Uh, you know, I can't tell you what this thing. You know, what, how's it things change fast in the NBA. Yep, they do. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Exist. So, so, so yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, like, when, 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 when you said it had to be a guaranteed top, I'm like, you can't know that now. But um, no, I just want it like unprotected. Okay, then like, that's fair. Unprotected is, is fair. So, um, I, I, so I'm going to argue for I'm going to argue for both here. Uh, but let's uh, argue for the the to entertain the idea. Look, I I don't think the Jazz are trading Lowry number one because I don't think they're going to get a great deal. So yeah, there there is not a benefit to trade. I for agree. Him. I don't think they're going to so, trade him. But I mean, I, I do think that there is some benefit of at least having that in your back pocket. You know, if if someone calls them hanging up right away. Like okay, well, you know, make me an offer. Like, wh- what do you think? What, what what is it there? You know, and if it's close, then then you have negotiations because, you know, we, we you know we I think all three of us have said it at one point on this podcast, and you know I wish I could ask Jake and maybe I'll tweet him and ask him, <laughs> but like we we don't think Lowry is a number one on a championship team, and to be yeah, fair, I agree. Like, we all we all yeah we did come to that conclusion. That together, that, that bar is extremely high for me at least. Yeah, that, that bar absolutely. is the that bar is yeah. uh, you know. Paul George is not uh, a number one on a championship team, like, right. and I, I think Paul George is better than Lowry. So, um, and not even Kawhi Leonard is that anymore because yeah, all Kawhi, the injuries and you know, yeah, he's yeah, just not that. Kawhi has fallen uh, past that line too. Like those guys are closer; they're a lot closer than Lowry is. But, um, you know, I, again, these are the, the the players that I like to put in the same. You know, Demonstis Bonus, you know, uh, Julius Randle. You you have to have a lot of help around those guys. Um, so yeah, I, I have a high bar for that, and so mm, I think there is some benefit of saying, okay, look, because 27s is still young, like Lowry's in his prime, but he's in the prime. It's unlikely that we see Lowry take any more huge leaps. Like the 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 fact that he's playing at the same level that he was playing last year, I think is a really great sign. Like really good. I I feel bit good about it now. I feel like Lowry, um, you know, he could be on your team. Uh, but I feel like you need to have a Luca and something else uh, ahead of Lowry. So um, the other thing I think that like you know you have also, you also have John Collins. Who I, I again I think is a good player. Um, if if you were to trade Lowry, I think John Collins could be the guy that takes the next step. And that's that's not really part of this story here. But um, I, I just think that I, I'm not closed off to like looking at the trade deals for Lowry. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be anybody who gives up. What the Jazz need, and and Logan, you probably don't you, like a, a young player, a twenty a twenty year old, and three first round draft picks for for Larry. That doesn't do it for you, right? Well, no, I mean, I mean, there's just a, that's way too many unknowns. I mean, we don't know who the player is, we don't know what the mm-hmm. situation is. So no, and no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I like. Just, I mean, no, I'll keep it. I'll keep it simple. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, I, was like, I just, I don't, I, like, I, I don't know who I could throw out there at you that you'd be like. I mean, it obviously when I say young player, I, I don't mean like Scoot Henderson. You know, it would be some, it'd be somebody. A little lower, but but I mean that, that worked out for the Jazz with Donovan, right? Like they went and got Lowry and uh, and Colin Sexton, and and one of those guys hit. Like wow, that's that's actually pretty impressive. The main things were like we also get to get those draft picks, and lo and behold, you know the cracks for Cleveland already looking like they're they're starting. You know we thought it was going to start in next oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. So Fisher's man. Oh huh. like yeah, yeah. Fisher's so. over there. Um. Yeah, so anyway, so part, and, and so let me argue the other way, like, you know, look, you know, you're, you're the Jazz, and um, if you trade Lowry, you are, you know, you know the, part of the reason the Jazz didn't do very well in the draft this year is because Lowry was just too good. They were not expecting that. It was a nice surprise. Um, at the end of the year, though, I was like, oh, boy, you know, Lowry was good. You know, he was almost an all-NBA player, was an all-star. You know, you, you have something there, uh, but ultimately – you're still, you know, you're still like at the low end of mediocre, and you know the Jazz have looked at that, you know, kind of mediocre at the beginning of the year, um, not bad enough to get a, a top five pick. Those are usually the ones that that are game changers. Um, you know, the draft picks, uh, you know, one out of three again, not bad. I mean, look, Bryce Ensbaugh and Taylor Hendricks doing pretty well in the G League, but we've already had our G League discourse that. Depends on which night it is. It's not like there was like a hundred and one point swing between games I heard. So yeah, but so 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 inconsistent play in the G League is not really helpful for uh, not very confident, inspiring uh, that the rookies are gonna you know be be the difference makers, um, and that Lowry you know the, the the that 
even though Larry is not a number one in the NBA, he's still, again, all, he was almost an all-NBA player. He's an all-star. Looks like he can be a, a multi-time all-star uh, for this Jazz team. Um, and so, but, like, if you get rid of him, then you really start square one. And the, the problem is that, like, teams that start square, like, the Kings were square one for 17 years before last year, right? Uh, you know, teams can be good. Like, you know, the Kings had multiple, multiple top 10 picks. It didn't work out. Um, you know, the, the Hornets have a bunch of, you know, top five picks on their team, uh, and it's not working out for them. So once you start at square one, there's a chance that you can just be, like, not even mediocre. You can just be bad year after year after year. Um, you know, and, and the draft picks uh, just don't help. Um, now, I think the Jazz are a little ahead of the curve of those teams because they have more assets besides their own, so that helps. But, um, you know, having Lowry there is at least a piece um, that if you do something else, like if a rookie that you draft hits, if you can make a trade for somebody else, at least now now you don't have to go get a second piece. Now you don't have to get a third piece. That piece is already there on your roster. So um, I'm, I'm just kind of being devil's advocate there. I mean, I, I in, in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that it's kind of like you go with the devil you know. You know you've got Lori. You know you've got a good player that you have on your roster versus – Oh, it's a boat. It's a box. It can be whatever it's whatever I want it to be. You yeah. know. I mean, and that, that's okay. Like, uh, you know, I, I think there's there's merit. We to don't that. need Schrodinger's jazz player. We don't need so, like. No, we we already have that in Taylor Hendricks. Um, <laughs> if you, you, you missed that episode, it was, a, it was a great metaphor. So. Um, I I no I you know you mean I whiffed. I mean I was on that episode. I just didn't use that. Um, was I? I don't oh, think I you were. Uh, you and Logan. <laughs> it was. Oh, my bad. Um, but, I didn't uh, but, realize that you guys called him Schrodinger's chess player, though. Yeah, that's yeah. That's so, um, uh, um, but uh, interestingly enough, like I mean, I, I don't think there's a, you know, there's obviously not a right or wrong answer. I think both camps. I mean, we, on this podcast, we have both camps, and uh, I think just interesting to talk about because it's out there. Um, but again, like you know, we're talking about something that's just very, very likely not to happen. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, okay, so, um, uh, you know, you know, we got the, the Lowry talk out of the way. I mean, you know, nobody bit anybody's head off. Logan, did you say you were playing two dots? Yeah. What the hell is two dots? It's a game. Okay. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, two dots, huh? Like, um, uh, I was like, okay, well, I mean, got to have to look that up here in a minute here. Um, I just play two dots and take breaks between lives and watch Rudy Gobert get choked out again. <laughs> you know, as, as we are, as we are, um, uh, Logan, very good at just knowing when I'm about to change subjects. Yes, we we are talking about like, look, like, hey, you know, f- former Jazz player Rudy Gobert and uh, Draymond Green, public enemy number one, in quite a scuffle in the in the Golden State, uh, Minnesota. Uh, like, just it's just funny how this. Rivalry has just lasted so many years. It's a, a very weird rivalry, but it, it's there. Um, for those who are living on the rock, um, uh, you know, there was a fight in the first two minutes of the Timberwolves and Golden State game on Tuesday night. Uh, Draymond Green. 0 0 was the score. 0 0. Like, no, no, no points scored. They're like, all right, cool. Um, and, you know, you know, there was a big scuffle at midcourt between Clay, uh, Clay Thompson and uh, Jada McDaniels. Uh, Draymond Green decides to put Rudy Gobert in a... In, did, did you decide it was a UFC or WWE um, uh, chokehold? Um, people seem to be... People seem to go MMA. MMA. Oh, there was a lot of WWE, too, though. 
I mean, they think Draymond. They think Draymond's fake. So yeah, they, um, yeah. which I mean may or may not be true. I just I'm not going to tell Draymond that to his face personally. But um, there's a lot of people on the internet who think I don't yeah. know. It is what it is. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, a little chokehold. Like it was just excessive. Um, uh, I mean. Logan, you're, you're watching. Definitely excessive. I mean, you're, you're watching it. Like, what, what are your the thoughts? One thing I'll say, I don't know if people can talk their way through that. Like, that was they were definitely out of line, for right. sure. But like, like you're watching um, the first time you're watching it, you're seeing it, and you know, Twitter or whatever you're watching it. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, what's happening there? Uh, what are my thoughts going back to that moment? <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not say. Um, <laughs> or no, we know where I'm not his biggest fan. So, I mean, it, it's obviously shocking. It's still shocking to see it, right, at first, because you, you don't expect to see it. And it, it. Well, my my first thought was I heard the hype around it, and I had to watch it probably seven or eight times to make sure I really saw what I saw, because I was shocked that it actually took place. Because right. very, very few times did the guys actually execute or get close enough to execute, right? And, I mean, you really drug him yeah. for a good 10, 15 feet. Um so I was shocked, yeah. I mean, I know they don't like each other, but yeah. I was still shocked. It's still shocking to see uh, a grown man do that to another grown man <laughs> right. while the other one just throws his hands up in the air. Yeah, I, I'm watching Rudy go, go in and Rudy's, I, I, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, if I'm Rudy, I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, why is yeah, this guy's I, arm around my neck? As I was thinking the whole time, the first few times I saw it, and someone finally tweeted out today, he's like, he missed the prime opportunity to reverse that into a stone cold stunner, like... <laughs> He was sitting right there for right. him. Yeah. To do it. yeah, I mean, it happened so quickly. If he had done that, that would have been like the number one, like, watch clip in all the internet. So too bad. They really big missed for opportunity there. But as we know, Rudy doesn't actually fight back. He just talks about after the fact how he could have fought back and how he just didn't do it. Uh, and like, how he's just too strong and he, he would have broke him in half. And My, my favorite was the one that came – because at first I was like – He called, cracked his teeth on his abs or something. You know, there, there, was, there was some comments that after the game that, that Rudy had made about um, how Draymond always gets himself ejected when Steph's not playing and how, he, how everyone knows it. Draymond's a clown. And I was like, you know, that's not bad, Rudy. That's a rare, that's a, a rare Rudy W. But then I believe he went on to say that he wasn't even worried because he knew that it wasn't a good that, that Draymond didn't even have it locked in well, and he doesn't know how to really lock in a. I could be wrong. Maybe this is me speculating, but I'm pretty sure he said something to the extent that he wasn't even nervous because he knew that he, yeah, he could just tell that that he, well, this he, is just, he just tell wasn't locked in right. So go look at the Rudy Gobert MMA fighter. Seriously. So I'm just saying that, that look, take a look at the look on his face when he's got his hands in the air. That's not a guy who feels confident about how <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to get choked out. I mean, look at the look at look at Draymond's eyes. He's out for blood. He well, looks Draymond's, like he's yeah, going to choke him out. The, the, the two faces like, was priceless. Yeah, but, Draymond's yeah, face yeah, I mean, like Jesus. In, in, true, in true Rudy fashion, he could have just stopped and got the W by calling him a clown and saying he gets right. kicked out when his buddy steps around. But he always has to take an extra step where he makes himself look dumb. Like like when you get your like when like, like it's, it's like when you're wrestling, you're you getting in a fight and someone whoops your ass. You're like, but yeah, I can just let you do that because I forgot my, my I forgot my belt today, and so if I had my belt up, I would have whooped your ass. Shut the fuck up. Like, just shut Rudy, the fuck Rudy up. just always says too much, man. He just always flashbacks to flashbacks speak, to high speak, school. Speak your, yeah, if you if he speaks his truth, he uh. He just he removes all doubt about being a clown. Okay, sure. so Jared, Jared wants. I actually to... even got, okay, guys. This is the first for us. We actually got a bunch of replies, and also got a direct message from the Jazz High Notes Facebook about this about po- posting three these three photos. <laughs> the, but the DM somebody sent me was kind of interesting. It was it wasn't like they said Green is a dirty player. With all the other players on different teams, Green has always gotten away with dirty play for too long. When is the NBA going to stop Green's behavior? And then I'm like, well, Rudy's no saint. He's been egging this kind of stuff on for years behind the scenes. He's kind of a passive-aggressive a-hole. And they're like, crazy what happens behind the scenes of the NBA. Bad behavior should never be rewarded. I'm like, oh, so I did Did I just have a reasonable conversation where this person is now convinced that Rudy Gobert is, n- is not freaking innocent? Because <laughs> everybody right. seems to be acting like Rudy did everything right, and he's never been a problem anywhere. And He's an innocent victim for Draymond Green. Oh, my God. Um, I just thought that that was a funny exchange, personally. (laughs) 
Draymond's Dream- definitely unlikable. I don't want any in this. Right. Like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I, I can't like tell Draymond Jared was on Team Draymond there for a minute. So yeah, well, that's that's the hard part. I don't think any of us are Team Draymond. I think that it's just frustrating because again, we have this. We had because I I put that tweet out too about I mean, it would have been interesting to see how Jazz fans would have responded if Twitter existed in the Stockton Malone days because those guys were historically dirty and yeah. and like clockwork. Almost every single reply was some version of how Stockton and Malone would never run up and choke someone from behind. Right. So that was somehow better. Like when he actually knocked. Oh, oh David but they Robinson could elbow the shit out of somebody so that they bleed all uh, over the so, floor and they need multiple stitches to be put back together again. Because yep. Humpty Dumpty was broken by freaking Carl Malone. Freaking A, dude. Yeah, well, there there was a there was someone who replied to it with a reasonable response. I can't remember. It's Calvin something, I think, and he said something to the Calvin Brodus. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> no, it wasn't Calvin Brodus. Um, but it was, <laughs> something to the effect that if, if it basically that when when a guy's on your team, you cheer for it, just like Warrior Warriors fans will for Draymond. We would have done the same for John and Carl. Like that's part of what makes it fun. And I was like, yeah, that's a reasonable point. I was like, but wait a second. That's part of what pisses me off is Rudy isn't our guy anymore. He's not. I know that some people aren't recognizing that, but he doesn't play for the Jazz anymore. He's, he's a Timberwolf. He's not a Jazz man. It's, it's, it's a weird – I've never, I've never quite experienced it from, like, I understand there's different ways to watch and consume the sport. Like, I, I, I in lots of sports, I enjoy different teams and situations better than I ever, you know, especially at college football, for example, I'll watch lots of different teams and just enjoy it. And I'd say I'm a college football enjoyer, not a team enjoyer, but it's, it's very hard. It's very strange phenomenon for me to watch. Well, I genuinely, genuinely believe to be diehard jazz fans be so, and I know I make tongue and cheek jokes about it all the time about being such big Timberwolves fans, but it is very strange to me. It's, it almost felt like with some last season, they almost wanted to see Timberwolves success and jazz failure, yeah. which is, very, very peculiar to me, like, and, and not, and not just in a like tongue-in-cheek, smart-ass way. And so, to see the continued love for the Timberwolves is very strange mm-hmm. to me. Um, and, and I get why because those guys are there, but it, it's still very, it's still very bizarre to me because again, maybe that's just the evolution of fandom, or that's just the way different people share for their team. A... But it's, it's very, it's just very kind of, just, it's just very strange. hard for me to understand. I guess. <laughs> the I, and um, uh, I believe the Calvin you're talking about is Calvin Chapel. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's the name. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, there's only one Calvin Jasmine I know, so um, uh, unless it's Calvin Johnson who was at a Jazz game last year. But, um, yeah, I think there's a big nostalgia factor to it, right? Like, I mean, look, that that, that I don't know how you guys feel about that last Jazz, the, the iteration of the, the, the Mitchell Gobert Jazz. Like, I, I, I've said it before. Like, I think we're going to look back at that team in a few years, you know, maybe, maybe a decade, and just think about how fondly, like, you know, it was a good time. Some, uh, you know, it wasn't always great. But you know, they we had experienced highs that we had never experienced as jazz fans, or you know, we we, we had a really good um, regular season with well, them. I would say it's the, the, the best we right? but it's, it's the best we had in like a decade. Or yeah, decades I mean, since I mean just yeah, like number one so. team, just they're fun. You, you had a young superstar, like you know, we, I, you and me, you know, and I guess Jerry, you know, we're all the same age. Like we kind of, I assume we all kind of like came into the Carl Malone, John Stockton era. Like, with Donovan Mitchell, it was like, oh, we drafted Donovan. We drafted Rudy. Like, we were there for the draft. Like, we remember the draft moments. Like, you know, obviously, Carl, John, all those guys were drafted when we were either one or not even born yet, uh, being conceived. Right. Um, right. And so, like, you know, that might have been the first. Like, Darren Williams, like, right? Darren, Darren Williams, for me, like, I'm like, oh, Darren Williams is one of my favorite jazz players because I was there for the draft. And, you know, that team, that team was so frustrating in so many ways. Uh, but Boozer, O'Kerr, uh, you know, even AK, like I'm a, you know, I just have a, a fond memory. And then a decade later, I appreciate that team a lot more. And so, and I think, I think there's, that's the, the, there's a part of it there, right? Like a lot of people like Mike Conley. Uh, a lot of people, um, like Rudy Gobert, a lot of people like Donovan and, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it was a, uh, mutual breakup and, uh, it's, you know, there's, it's hard, like. Gordon Hayward doesn't get that because because uh, it wasn't mutual. It was it was definitely you know, some hard feelings there. But with with Rudy Donovan all those guys, like it was like it, it was time. We all felt it. We all felt it was time time to move on. And I think that's that's part of it. I don't know if the Jazz as Jazz fans if we if we ever had have had that same um, uh, uh, 
situation. Where... I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, but you said that's like years down the road. But I think the, the problem that I, I'm not problem. It's not a problem. It's just a, it's just a, it's just an observation. But you know, this this happened last year, and this was a year after. Like you're you're right. We'll look back fondly years from now. But the last year of Rudy and Donovan was fucking hell. That wasn't yeah. enjoyable basketball. For oh, me. Like, no one, no one, can, no one can say that. Like that was a terrible, rough team to watch. And so I, I don't know. It's, it's just. Yeah, I think that, I think I think that that last year is what kind of helped Jazz fans kind of like disassociate from it. Like like okay, we were, we're, it was over. Like we had to lose, the, and they didn't want. I mean, some people really wanted to keep that team around. You know, the three of us have made our peace. We're like, yeah, the, you know, this team's done, and you, you have to go get. And you know, happy for the trades and. Um, I just think there's no ill feelings towards. I mean, for some people there are, but I think there's a lot of the fan bases who don't have the ill feelings towards Donovan and Rudy going to new places. So, and and you know, the, the there's that stupid saying, <laughs> you know, once a Jasmine, or, or always a Jasmine type thing. So, I, I get it. I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, I was there watching that that fight and going, you know, I, I want Rudy, to kick, I want Rudy to kick his ass, and part of that is because I think Draymond's kind of an asshole. You know, always have hasn't changed. Um, uh, and Rudy's I, not kicking anyone's ass. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, you know, and like you know, this year, you know, Jared and I, we did that pod of, you know, where we think and, and you know, both are kind of a maybe not long shot calls, but you know, he he was saying Dallas to be top two team. I said the Wolves to be a top three team, and it's looking actually pretty pretty good right now. Um, and but you know my my vote for top three team wasn't really based off like I really hope they're a three a top three team like that that'd be dumb but I just thought that everything would mesh better, um, and because I, I do think these players are like I didn't think Cleveland would be below five hundred and and kind of showing cracks already, um, but I, I still want to see Donovan do well. I mean if he goes to New York we'll see. I don't know. It's just I don't even, don't even know where I'm going with this at. But I think that there's uh. The, the, I think the, there are some good feelings um, uh, when you have a, a mutual breakup like that, uh, amical breakup, I should say, um, uh, that you know some players, uh, some fans want the Jazz to do well. Plus, you know, it, it's it's a weird concept to say, hey, I want the Wolves to do well. Plus, the Jazz to do well. But you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Think, I'm, I'm just not putting in words well. I, I mean, what you said makes sense, but that's not really. That's not really what I'm getting at. But I, you know, it's fine. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you got to hate anyone or be upset or be angry or like. I mean, I don't like Rudy. I've never liked Rudy. So I understand it's part of what drives my irritation with it. So I'm, I will admit my hypocrisy from the beginning. Um, but what, what it's interesting is the Donovan Mitchell part. I would say last year I was really excited to watch Donovan be successful, you know, mm-hmm. and do good things. But this year I just really couldn't care less. He's just another dude now. Yeah. Like I don't have any Donovan feelings whatsoever. Like I just don't. I don't have anything like hey. not bad, bad, not good. Like so I was thinking about that. I was just like, I don't have anything. And, and honestly, uh, the Timberwolves, I wasn't even really paying attention to what they were doing till the first, for the first week of the season. And then all of a sudden I guess they started winning games and my timeline of quote unquote jazz fans was flooded <laughs> with Timberwolves shit. And that's where I got, I was like, Oh my God. Cause again, last year it, it annoyed me, but <clears throat> this year I thought we were all over it because I was, you know, that's, that's, right. that's, that's ego for you. Right. Cause you think your world is everyone else's perception, which is true. true, but, it was just very strange to to still see. Uh, it's just been it's just been very strange to see. I guess I don't yeah. know. It doesn't matter. I'm not again. I'm not criticizing anyone for it. It's just it's just very. I've just never quite seen anything like it. But then again, I've never really experienced fandom for many quirky, weird ways as jazz fans are. Like I think it's genuinely one of the more quirky fan bases that exist in sports. So, we are, you know, we, we are all in our own thought bubbles and our own echo chambers and. Yeah, that's a uh, that's what's going on with that, and um, you know, hopefully, I mean, look, I, I think if, if the Jazz were to do what they did last year multiple times, you know, just be be good, be surprisingly good, um, uh, you know, it, it will just change. Like um, uh, last year, you know, we saw last year like the Wolves start not doing very well. Um, you know, Donovan was in the East. People weren't talking about those guys that much because last year the Jazz were really fun, and the you know Jazz fans who were not you know quote unquote Jazz fans at the time. Started to come back like, oh wait, this this seems fun, and now the the Jazz are not that fun anymore. Um, uh, uh, you know, they, they might be going back to like, all right, well, let's, let's go see what our other guys are doing. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I think there's pretty consistent. I was the exact opposite. I thought it, I thought it tamed down this year, and it's just, just as bad. That's <laughs> that's my whole point. Is I'm surprised that yeah. a year removed, we're, we're still that. You know what I mean? Like that's like that, that's exactly the 
the point I'm making. It's very strange to me that a full year later, we're still that invested in, in another team. But what, know, that's what that, that's that's what's most confusing right. to me. Well, where so. the Jazz are actually really good, um, uh, where the Jazz um, uh, might win a championship in the in the the play in season uh, tournament cup um, uh, that started the Jazz two and zero, um, uh, looking to go for three wins this week. Uh, uh, Logan, you said to me like like uh, you know I, I saw your thoughts on Twitter like like yeah you're like okay these in season tournament games are actually kind of interesting, um, a, a little bit. I'm a, Jared, I'm a, how how are you feeling about in season tournament games? Uh, I had a lot of fun, man. It was a it was a great watch and just a fun experience. Uh, I love seeing a lot of Keontae George. Like that's what, what I was looking to see. You know, that's he was the number one reason I wanted to go to that game and watch that game. I was glad that he was starting. Um, it was just a, I don't know, it was just overall fun experience. I mean, we've beaten two really crappy teams that are in our bracket, so maybe we could beat one of the better ones, the Suns, hopefully. But, but like, okay, uh, take, so take Friday, away. The... Friday's an in-season game again, too, or what? I can't yeah, I think it. so. It's, 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 I, guess... Of, I guess one of my biggest qualms with it is that I don't understand when it is twice. I'm, I, I know it's Tuesday, what is it, Tuesdays and Fridays, but sometimes it's not. A game for you? I don't know. That, that part is a little fucking weird, but yeah. I mean, they, they had some problems with that. Um, but what about like the, the overall tournament, Jared? Not just like being there in person, like the actual tournament overall. But well, uh, I mean, they have a little Richard Jefferson video that kind of explains it, which I think is nice. Um, I feel like I need to watch that video over and over again to really remember what the whole point of the whole rule which is, system which, which, structure which, and which tells me how which tells me how how well that video is done then <laughs> like oh let me right? watch that 20 times so i can really get it um, i mean I, I i guess i guess my thoughts on it is i i don't know if it has any substance yet i really don't i don't know if it's interesting to me because i think the problem is they just because it's really shiny court or yeah. like i mean i i guess that's that, that's my, my they just work. randomly sprinkled them into the season and i think that's the problem like well, I mean, they needed, I, well, that, I mean, that was the point, though, was to make it so we actually like they they would keep your attention, right? So I, I just don't I don't know, I just don't know what this. I mean, it, it's been interesting because it's new and it's different, you know. I, yes. I don't, and again, it, yes. it could be as simple as like a, the, the uniforms and the courts, and mm-hmm. oh my god, and and and, they, and they've hyped the shit of it. So it's, it's just that's what hype is, right? Like you get really excited for something stupid, like an like a goddamn Batman movie forever, and then begin. The hype train drives these things sometimes, right? So and I, I don't I, know if there's substance to it, but yeah, I mean, that, that we're was, all paying attention. That was Logan's tweet. Was like, I'm a, was like, I'm a, I, I, I think that's just your tweet. Was that you're more interested in the easy, in season tournament than you thought you'd be? I guess. And but the, you know the, the problems are there. You're like, right, like the season tournament games are Tuesday and Friday, and then you have other games like the the Jazz are playing the Suns twice. One's the in season tournament game, one's not. Um, you know, there's, and they're happening back to back. You know. And so I was like, okay, that's it, it's you know. Then then there's like the aggregate. Then there's the point differential. Then it, it's it's all like a whole bunch of different rules and um, and part of it is like we're playing a Saturday home game. It's not a playoff game. Holy crap! Circumstance drives a lot of it. I mean, the thing is, the Jazz were really dog shit up until that point, and then just uh. by coincidence, they won two games. Right? So I go, wait, like. I mean, if they would have just drugged their losing streak into there, would I? I don't know. It's it's been the perfect storm so far, but I, I my my gut inside of me still kind of is very skeptical overall. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just I don't know the circumstance. They, again, they they their that road trip was just awful. Just really bad. Yeah. Uh, and personally, they, I don't. They, they won. Sorry, I, I was say personally, I like I this is tournament game for me. Like they're all just whatever. Like they're <laughs> like I, I'm just so out on this season tournament. Um, but I get the I get the initial excitement for it because I saw your tweet and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it makes me think of like when the All Star Game switched from being East West to captains, yeah, and doing stuff like it was like, oh, this is a, here's a brand new shiny thing, and here's the yeah. different the Elam and all the stuff. And but now here we are five years later, and the NBA is going, oh, you know what, that All Star Game stuff didn't really work. We're gonna go back to the the, the quote unquote original format. And you know, part, part of me thinks that that's could happen to the season tournament because there are a lot of problems. Like you guys mentioned, it, like when are the games? What's going to count as a game? Um, uh, they count as regular season games too. So like you're doubling up on like you're like all right, cool. You know, it's it's not like tournaments that's, that happens in soccer where um, uh, you're, you're bringing in other teams. The the games don't count for your regular season. Uh, doing it and I mean I I think there's an obvious reason why they're doing it in October and November and not like 
two weeks before the All-Star break, which would be, which would make the most sense. Um, the NBA is just doing their best part. They're, they're, they're doing their, their heart. They're trying their hardest to try to drive fan interest in, in November. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because they, because they, because them and the players, unfortunately have made it feel like the regular season and especially the early regular season doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah I mean, they made no, there's no speculating. They basically said, this is why we're doing this because they have a whole quarter of a season or half of a season that no one gives a shit about. Um, most people, most people don't believe the NBA starts until Christmas. My God, that's nearly two and a half months into their season. Yep. And the NFL is trying to take Christmas from them, so they're oh, yeah, uh, NFL, the NFL is going to take everything away from them. So um, uh, the NFL is going going to, going to take it all away. Um, and uh, like you know, like you know, hearing the words that you're coming out of your mouth that um, uh, the beginning of the season doesn't matter. It feels like that's something that's been said on this podcast for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah, well, I mean, historically, it, 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 that had proved to be false, though, because there was, you know, but last year's postseason yep. set a, a very disturbing trend. Yeah. I mean, I know that the Nuggets ended up winning it all the one seed, but to watch the Warriors and Lakers just kind of coast and get their way in there and do that kind of damage, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 Heat to do the same thing just kind of finally was the nail. Because it was, I mean, it was always a, a theory, right? Mm-hmm. And we felt like that, but like the, the proof had always been that the the best team still made it to the finals, but yeah, last year was not good for that. Yeah. So, uh, mindset. So, right. And, and I like, don't know. they're trying to drive interest. And I, so I, I get why they're trying to do all this stuff. I mean, n- number one, like it, it did, it, like the first in season tournament game have like a week after the season started. People are like, Oh my God, it's already starting. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a smart on their part. It's like, Holy I, shit, we're here. I, maybe it's working. But so I, I think, you know, we'll put a pin in this. Like maybe our litmus test will be in 2025 or 2024. Uh, when they do the second time, like we'll see if we have the same energy for it um, next year when they when they do it again. So, because like, I really... think they definitely have to start shifting the incentives for it. Like this year, there's I mean the winner right. is just the winner, right? But yeah, oh five hundred thousand dollars. Which again, to you uh, and me, I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's money. I don't I don't think you can do the money thing. No, 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 no. These, I, guys, I, these guys make so much money that right. I because they talk about it in the All Star games too. Like I don't think the money changes anything. I think it's got to be like. Like you said, a draft pick or a first yeah. round or automatic playoff berth or I don't know something. Fun. Yeah, your your preseason requirement. I, I was just I, I was about to say like like, you know, the players have joked about it. Like the you know Jordan Clarkson did an interview, and they asked him about it right before the season started, and he's like, oh yeah, like I'm a yeah like, and I think there's been a directive from the NBA from you know God the way that Craig Bullerjack is is um uh, fellatioing, uh is that a, is that the right word for this? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, always the right word. Um, this this tournament, you know, like oh, the in season tournament game it feels like it feels like a playoff game in here. I was like, no. Oh my god, it does man. not. It does not, Craig. Stop it. it, I mean, it they, they, no, yeah, like you said, the, the message. He was, was talking about the, the t-shirts. He was talking the about message, the, the message was received <laughs> from the top down. I mean, you're right. right though, because it has been like yes. from even the players have been like talking about great as every every analyst. Like no one's saying anything negative about mm-hmm. it. Who has any sort of platform, which kind of that's that's not by accident, right? Yeah. So. And so and so Jordan Clarkson, you know, they, they, works, man. They, they they asked Jordan Clarkson about it, and you know he's he's you know that's and like you can tell if you listen to his tone, he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, um, uh, the money would be nice. I mean, I can buy an extra car or something, right? Like it, it's it's <laughs> it's it, like. And, but but the other thing is that you have players like Tyrus Halliburton going, going, oh yeah, we should do this like an, an automatic playoff berth for um, uh, for the winners. Like the players are trying to come up with with better incentive, and because the money is like five hundred thousand dollars, like everyone's like, you know, they, they've had analysts go, oh you know you know no one's going to turn on five hundred thousand. Of course, no one's going to turn on five hundred thousand dollars. But the the problem is to get that five hundred thousand dollars is going to be extra work for these players. Um, you know? Yeah, it's not motivating Kawhi Leonard to suit up. Right, exactly. Like I'm, uh, you know, like if somebody at your job offers you an extra hundred bucks for free, you take it. But if they they offer you an extra hundred bucks to work, uh, you know, on your two days off, you probably you probably say no, right? Because it's you know I'm just, I'm trying to come up with a metaphor. Depends. If you if you only work like two days a month and then they say come in on one of your off days. No, no, I said I said on your two days. <laughs> I'm off. I'm just making fun of Kawhi because he never yeah. plays. So. um yeah, the number the number have to be so big for these guys to get their attention. Right. I think. Yeah, like for, for Taylor, I think the hundred dollar comp does is for for Bryce Sensabaugh and Taylor Hendrick guys on rookie contracts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the only guy you're going to interest is James Harden because he's like, oh shit, uh, I'm not going to get another big contract. I better get some more stripper money. So, 
And so, like for, for like the young players and stuff, I think I think um, uh, yeah. But again, for veterans, um, Larry Markkinen making fifteen million dollars a year, yeah, the, the money's. And I, I have somebody uh, who I work with, and he's like, he's like, but yeah, but it's five hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, it doesn't matter, it just doesn't. It just, it, and for the, for for Logan, for for you, Jared, for for you, does the five hundred thousand yeah. dollars make a difference to you as a fan? I mean, no, because I'm not getting that money, right? So. Like, 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 why, why is my interest? Um, I mean, have you guys noticed? How, how, do you think the in-season tournament games are more competitive? Not really. Well, I mean, again, timing is crucial because you did watch like three fights last night on like one of the, one of the, <laughs> the tournament nights, which could lead one to believe that they're right. more into the game. I mean, so I, I think I, I think I don't know. I, the, the psyche of NBA players that motivates them is so confusing to me because yeah. I was always of the belief that these guys try hard no matter what. But then we, I saw that clip that came out of was it fucking Lou Williams who basically said that the Clippers cashed it in the bubble because they felt like no one would respect that title, and it's like, wait a fucking second, this like makes me. This makes me question everything I believed about these top-notch, ultra-competitive dudes. So I don't fucking know. Yeah, I have no idea. Um. So yeah. So I. I just. It's. Uh. I mean. I. I don't watch as much basketball in my off time as you guys do, and so I'm like. I haven't really watched a lot of all the other of the other in-season tournament games. So I don't. I mean. I'm just taking the assumption that it's not more competitive. But who knows? I mean. We'll have to ask. Ask. Ask the public. I guess. So. Uh, well, it's been a week since I've talked to a couple of you guys. I mean, Logan, you weren't be able to, you, you know, you were um, uh, on the shitter last week. Um, uh, so anything that we've missed from you in the last couple of weeks that you need to bring up? Um, I don't think so. Um, you're talking about shouting people out or you're talking about just shouting topics people, in general? Shouting people out. You have anybody in a notebook? We're, 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 we're just getting near the end. So it's not, um, not I, just, I do have a note that I just want who to remind you we graduated in 2003, not 2004. I wrote that down for <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you um, said the year before. So I was like, come on, who? Which when I, when I heard that Jake graduated in 2005, that made more sense to me. I was like, God, how did I never even hear? How come I never came across the guy? But, yeah. I mean, we only were together for a year, so yeah. I don't feel quite as bad about it then. <laughs> um, uh, we do need to shout out James Hardman, who's a High Notes fan, yeah. and Dustin Hansen, both Jazz High Notes fans. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I thought that was doing nice. We give him a shout out. Um, I have the I have the word Draymond Taz Mission written here for the <laughs> WWE fans. What? Oh, Taz. What the hell? Taz, Taz had a um, badass theme, by the way. Uh, he had a short career, but... Um, uh, he had a badass he made, he made the most out of it though yeah. for sure oh yeah like like, like his his feels, his out of ring career is yeah his out of ring career is like way more successful than his in ring career so somewhere along the way he squirted out a hook so things are good for him yeah the the um, human suplex machine so yeah so i've got one here it doesn't make any sense so i'll throw it out anyways that using the Heisman trophy as an insult is weird this is for the youth fans who like to make fun of Caleb Williams for having a Heisman trophy <laughs> I get why you don't like him, but telling him he's a Heisman Trophy winner is a weird, I don't know. <laughs> You're just the dumbest, most successful, sexy, beautiful man, and your wife is hot. Yeah, that um, makes zero sense <laughs> to make fun of somebody for having a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, Utah, I don't get it. Utah, I mean, Utah fans, are, are, they're going through it this year, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I mean, but why? How did they not expect this to, to, to turn out this way? I'm a Utah fan. I don't understand how you had any kind of expectation that this team was going to be better than like maybe eight and three. Like it's just weird to me. Yeah, no, they've, they've definitely they've definitely been bitten by the injury bug, but also like the quarterback thing. Anyways, I it, it, it's so strange because I watch. I will just avidly admit that I watch college football from a casual standpoint. I don't have any interest in really digging in the weeds, but some formulas are just always true, and they've been that way. And Kyle Whittingham might go down as the greatest coach in the history of the state in any sport, but like his inability to, I don't know. I, I, I you, you can, you can call Bryson Barnes your third string quarterback, but when he's your first string quarterback all year, at some point you have to call him your first string quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> which, I know, which I know is the BYU, the BYU argument, but anyways. My, my <laughs> biggest, well, my biggest problem is, my biggest problem is like they needed to have a better second string guy. I think Nate would have been fine if they're, you'd given him all the work in camp. Their second sorry. string guy. This second, isn't the Utah football podcast. I know. I'm sorry. Their second string guy got hurt. So, uh, yeah, that's true too. No, I, yeah. I, no, I mean, I, mean I, I get all those things. I get it. It's just, it's, just, it's also just, yeah. I mean, the, and the injuries have been just uh, on an atrocious level. I get right. that for sure. But it's just, it's. I guess what I'm getting at is just, it's just wild that 
some of the same issues that have plagued Kyle Whittingham teams for years happen to show up. And this year he gets a pass because his first two quarterbacks did get hurt, but it always <laughs> felt like they were a competent offense away, right? And that's why when they have a decent quarterback, suddenly those quarterbacks go down and, and right. more when really, you know, Cam is Cam is, is nice, but he's not like that nice. He's yes. not, you know, so. Yeah, I agree. No, he's but just, anyways. Uh, yeah, Alex, a, Alex, Alex my, my, my last one in, my last one, and maybe this is uh, for another podcast another day, but the Jazz, the current Jazz team is putting off strong core four vibes lately. Um, <laughs> there. That's kind of true. I mean, who, who did you call the core Lori, four? I saw you tweet about it, yeah. I mean, I mean, Lori, Lori and Lori and Hendricks, or Lori, Lori and Hendricks could be Cantor and Favors, right? Okay. And then who else was it? Hayward is, who can be Hayward? Edward is Laurie because he's the best player. We don't yeah. have a yeah. We don't have a we don't have a small forward on the team. Chiante's Alec Brooks, I guess. Yeah, yeah somewhere okay. in that. Who's the, who's the fourth then? Um, uh, Collins. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm yeah. just saying that the, the the group is also, and I, I guess to your original point on what is this team and are they worth keeping together? I guess if you were to ask me that when I typed this in this Twitter, I might have been say trade Lori because obviously that was a dark time for me because that was not a good group. I guess what I was getting at is that, that was a group that we thought we had such high hopes for and really like none of them turned out to be yep. anything yeah. more than role players and future yeah. senators of the state yeah. of Utah. And I, I wonder if, I mean, jazz and, fans and his freedom. Yeah, and freedom. The Jazz fans didn't learn, but like I wonder at the front office. Look, I mean, it's a different front office, obviously, but you know there there is that fear that like if you you hold on to your guys too long, um, uh, all of a sudden it just it just crashed. Like again, the window closes really quickly, and I think our hope um, for Danny Ainge, and I don't I don't I don't know if I have any proof if he's any good at this, is knowing when to. Get rid of his assets um, uh, before the the value just uh, bottoms out. So, um, and the other the other side of that coin would be you can have all these assets with those four guys, or they can all turn out to be nothing. So yep, it's a yep. gamble, baby. So you can because you, you, you're right. In the end, we knew they held on too long for him, especially Hayward specifically. But I guess the other side of the the, the non pro tank pro asset collectors would be well, there's four assets staring you in the face. Yep, and they um, uh, none of them turned out to be anything. So, uh, oh, I shouldn't say anything. What a, you know, <laughs> well, what, what a depressing note to end on folks. But, um, <laughs> well, something high to end on is, is, is just hearing about Jared having people shit on his bus. Oh my God. That's something. Oh my God. We, we, I think we're going to say, I think, I think we're going to save the, the bus. So for those who want to sit through the credits, you know, we'll, th- we'll turn the music on. If you <laughs> yeah, want to hear, yeah. you want to hear about Jared's um, uh, story about um, uh, someone shitting on his bus, <laughs> not metaphorically, feel free uh... to listen to that, and then we have ads after that. So feel free to, to, to stay oh tuned God. for that story coming in the oh credits of, of, the, of the episode. Uh, for oh. Dragon Squash Logan and um, uh, go this is forty nine. He busts. He barkers. Uh, Jared Barker. And uh, you can follow me at Jazz High Notes Number Two. Thank you to the Believe Network and Bet Online. We'll see you guys next time. Shit on the bus. Timberwolves. Shit on the bus. I love the Timberwolves. <laughs> yes, Jared. <laughs> you didn't know about that. I I found no, out. I know it. about it. I, I just wanted to know. No. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know about it? Because he's like, "Oh my god!" Well, I want to hear it from. I want to hear it from your mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, the guy got on the bus with a dog, and I know it didn't come from the dog because he like grabbed some little wipes to wipe wipe his own butt on the way out. It was freaking gross, man. I All the way to the back of the bus, he was hiding back there. Some other guy told me off and made some shit back there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to clear the bus. And I had to take it back to the yard and swap it out because it's biohazard, man. Okay, like, so we don't fuck around with that shit. We don't fuck around with that shit. As as, as uh, I feel like we jumped around. So you 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 drive a bus. This gentleman as dog comes on and sits in the back of the bus. Yep, um, hiding back there by himself. Okay, okay, and uh, you know so. <laughs> no, I did not witness him take the shit, but I. Didn't look like a dog shit to me. And yeah.
And so the, the other passengers tell you he was taking a shit. Yeah, one of the other guys was like, oh, this guy, I think that's why he ran off real quick. And I'm like, oh, my God. That makes so much sense. How big was the dog? The dog was uh, maybe a medium-sized breed. Like, uh, I want to say, he wasn't like a rot- Roddy. He was more of a, yeah, I'm trying to think. What breed but big enough to produce like. a human-sized shit, though? I mean, it was like a 50, 60 pound dog, maybe. So we probably potentially could so. have. If you fed the dog a shit ton of food, maybe. Yeah. But how, how, I don't. <laughs> but the dog looked like he hadn't eaten in days. So I don't think it was the dog, bro. I think it was the man. It how did, big was the shit? Uh, it was uh, pretty sizable, man. About the size of my fist, I want to say. So are we talking like, are we talking like logs? Or it was like a pile. No, 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 no. It was like a pile. Yeah, it, it didn't, it was like gooey and like, I didn't touch it, but I could see the fact that it, the consistency was not like solid logs, bro. Because so, oh I ain't touching that shit. That's not my job. In my job description, fuck that shit. It's a shit. So how does that work? Um, like, are you guys, are you going to take it back to the biohazard? Like, you were running around. So what happens to all the people who are waiting on your bus? Uh, I got to tell them to take the next one, man. Like, that's what it is. It is what it is. Thank God I was on a route that's every 15 minutes, man. Because if it was one of those every hour, those two would have been pissed. I think, yeah, well, I yo, I mean, one of my other, you know, operational questions was what happens to all the people who are waiting on the bus? Because it's like clockwork, you know, because they're... Is it like just like a stable of dudes who are waiting to like clock in for bus uh, apps? Well, we have we have a whole system designed around that. Um, I work on what's called the extra board, and that's just boring minutia. People people who are not, I mean, people are gonna check out if I start talking about that. I mean, for me, it's interesting, but it's only interesting because it matters to me. And like, I don't know. Some people like you know inside baseball but I don't know if people would really try to no, I, mean, I mean I mean there's I, 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 the, the shooting is a joke in part for sure but then I started thinking like wait a second like mishaps have to happen not just people shooting on buses so buses okay if you, if you want to know buses run into people yeah that doesn't happen a lot thankfully uh, oh, people run into buses uh, that's more that happened actually more people try to commit suicide by bus and shit somebody tried to do that to me the other day it was pretty fucked